Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. Yes, it's podcasting time once again. Hello and welcome to the Green Light On Premier Racing Podcast, chatting everything Greyhound Racing in the great game for Thursday night at Sandown Park. And just wanted to start by saying a big thank you to the uh, the loyal listeners of the podcast. The numbers are on the rise dramatically. I'm actually celebrating by having a couple of uh, cold Bilsons tonight as uh, as we go to record uh, this one. It's a, it's a big episode as well. We're going to chat with Jordan Cooper. Um, he's a... A trainer who's just training winner after winner at the moment, and I think he's got a, a really strong uh, chance to win a race on Thursday night in town. He, of course, has been flying with Cracker Jack King, Cracker Jack RT, amongst a few others. So maybe, just maybe, he'll uh, he'll land the prize uh, at Sandown Park on Thursday. But uh, as I said straight off the top, a big thanks to uh, to everybody for tuning into the great podcast. And I've actually had a, a little bit of input as well from the the listeners and. One request was to try and get Mitch Bayer back on the uh, the podcast. I, I had to have assumed it was Mitchie himself uh, sending it through under a different name, but um, hopefully uh, I did I did flick Mitchie a message. But um, he's recently engaged um, and he is heading to the movies tonight when I record this episode. So we're going to have to let him off this week. But I promise I'll uh, I'll get him on uh, as soon as possible. And if you are sitting there and you're thinking. I'm a, I'm a fan of the podcast. I love to listen week in, week out. And you, you'd love for us to interview a certain trainer or certain participant. Um, either go to Spotify and down the bottom it'll say show notes and, and what you think of the show. And let us know what you think of the show, A, and, and B, who you'd like us to have a chat with moving forward or, or what you'd like to see more of on this podcast. Well, let's get into it. Run of the week. Run of the week, that's here to stay, and it was something that was beaten last week, which is pretty rare on this podcast. Uh, I think I may well have had this Greyhounders run of the week once before. It's Zohar Bale. This run was huge last week from him. Racing, beginning uh, last of all out was Valabar, went straight to the rail, but then got the check, and leading out was Weblex Scout with Applicant on its inside to the rail roof of Scrimjaw. Clear then of Serena Bale, who bumped into internal affairs, took it out of the picture, and then came uh, Zohar Bale, and now weaving through the field. Valor Bale is right on the tails of the leader. Applicants in front. Valor Bale's right behind. It needs a run underneath of Webleck Scout. Clear then of Zohar Bale running on to the turn. It's Applicant in front. Valor Bale up on the outside is looming. Goes up. Big win. Valor Bale. It's a big win from Valor Bale. I thought Zohar Bale may well have been the bigger of the two and I think right now for scope moving forward I think it's Zohar Bale who's going to develop into the the 700 metre dog. I'm just not convinced Vela Bale's going to run it out. And yeah, look, uh, they were both enormous runs, last and second last with a lap to go, and they finished first and third. And look, 10, 20 metres after the line, Zohar Bale was actually two or three lengths in front of the field. So they're two greyhounds to follow, and Mark Delbridge absolutely airborne at the moment. Thursday's preview. Alrighty, Thursday night preview time. Uh, as I said, we'll catch up with Jordan Cooper. Looking forward to having a chat with Coops. First time on the podcast and get a bit of an insight into his life and involvement in Greyhound Racing as well as uh, this Greyhound that he's got in race number 11. But first up, starting with uh, race number one, the maiden final, 6.57 jump time here. I'm with number six, Norbert Bale. Um, $7.50 marked in the form guide. I thought was a really gutsy run first up. Just had to work hard and 
Um, I just think could improve dramatically on that first up performance and there was market support on debut. So race one, I'm with number six, Norbert Bale. Uh, second race, I'm going Deadless Diggle number two. I think the Red's going to lead them up. Um, if Deadless Diggle can lob leaders back, I think can win. Race number three, I like the Blue Mint of Frost. He won that uh, Vic Breeders in a pretty rough race uh, three starts ago on Melbourne Cup night. I think it was for memory. Um, he then got beat at Terrelgan, uh, was found to be injured on that occasion, has had the one run back over the 600 metres, bounced in front and won impressively. So I think in a race that doesn't have a, a lot of early speed, he can go well race three, number four. Race four, I'm tossing up between the two Bartolo runners, Never Be Alone and Magic Muffin. I think they'll, they'll sort of fight for the lead in the early part. Um, if Magic Muffin can cross, I think she'll win, but I've just got this feeling Never Be Alone is going to hold her out early and yeah, might be able to run a race in front. Uh, race four, number three, I'm going to in a, a slight lenient way. Race number five, I'm going to Heffern and Bale on the each way, but it's a deep race, a fair bit of class down the bottom. Uh, on then to race number six, well, I'm tipping Electra Teddy because I think his win two starts ago was nothing short of outstanding. It was on the night where the, the track was uh, was tested, I guess, or checked over prior to the meeting getting underway. There was a heavy downpour, and it just seemed to me like that the track was obviously safe, but it was um, was playing on the slower side. So that 29.60 was best of the night, I think. To put in comparison, Never Be Alone went 29.7, leading all of the way, and Storm Stroller about 29.80 on that same night. So it is a big form line, race six, number five. On then to race number seven, I'm going one Meteor Manelli. I think this is the first decent draw he's had and first good draw he's had in a in a long time. He's got the engine to uh, to be hard to beat. Race seven, number one. Race eight, obviously, I like Zohar Bale, number five. Even though he's drawn the centre, you, you just have to play for a little bit of luck with Zohar Bale. He'll miss the kick. He'll, he'll, he'll hit the line like a jet. So I'm with him on top, uh, number five. I just think he's going to develop into a stay of this campaign and... I'd love to see him get up to 700 for the uh, the Sandown Cup in May. On then to race nine, I like number two, always a thrill. The form really good, and I just have a feeling he might be able to cross the red immediately at box rise. Impressed Browning's got impressive form on the uh, the provincial circuit. Keeps drawing well as well, uh, Impressed Browning. So keeps using these draws, but I think always a thrill might be able to cross, and that's the key at the start. Black Sail obviously will run a big race as well. Uh, on then to race 10, I'm, I'm going to give Zara Marnie another chance. Um, unlucky last week, missed the kicker, except Acceleration was outstanding. I think she's drawn okay in box eight, but there is some pace and some class in the race. So I'll go with uh, number eight, Zara Mani. Race 11. Well, here it is. My best bet of the night. Number one, Cracker Jack Bull. We are about to have a chat with Jordan Cooper, so we'll see if I'm on the right track there. But I think this puppy's a really, really good youngster. Um, he's a bit of a bull. He's a, a big, strong dog who's willing to push through a gap. And I think from box one, he might be too good. And race number 12, last event of the night. Going to have a small each-way flutter on uh, the two and the four. Rita Bale just picked up a confidence win last time down at Geelong. And don't ignore me, who... What I'm hearing uh, is that she can jump well, one in every five... Um, it's been five starts since she last jumped well. So that is the case. She might be due to jump and get out in front and take some catching from there. Hunters Hunting Club. The PPC always gamble responsibly. Never gamble more than you can afford to lose. Obviously, we know the drills around responsible gambling. Um, I am going to have, with my $50 spend, just 25 each way on race 11, number one, Cracker Jack Bull. He's my best bet of the night. I think he'll be an okay price. Um, and I think from box number one, he's going to run a, a cracking race. So race 11, number one. Inside Info.
Well, it's inside info time now for Thursday night racing at Sandown Park and a man who's got, uh, I guess, the pressure of being the trainer of my best bet of the night for Thursday night is Jordan Cooper. He's got the uh, the crackerjack ball lining up in race 11, drawn box number one, and it's his first time on the podcast. Coops, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. How are you? I'm going well. Hey, you must be pretty excited about uh, this dog drawn box number one in race 11. Yeah, yeah, he's drawn well. I'm... I'm um as long as he gets a bit of clear air early, he um, he should be right in the finish. We'll get we'll get to him in a moment and break that race down a little bit more. But uh, your involvement, mate, in the sport of greyhound racing, where did it stem from? Um, I never really was interested in the dogs, but um, uh, my dad's friend had had a few over the years, and I uh, went there and had a look at one of the pups and the litters he had, and end up buying one. And and from then on, that was probably 17, 18 years ago now, and pretty much haven't looked back. It's funny, mate. Everyone I speak to, they, they get that moment where they get hooked in the sport and then they're stuck in it for the rest of their life, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, it's a bug and, and um, you know, it's something I enjoy very much. What, what do you enjoy about it, mate? Is it the, the challenge of training, preparing your greyhound and then trying to win a race with that greyhound? Is that, the I guess, the, the driving factor for you? Yeah, it is. Um, at the end of the day, like, I could have a dog in a tier three maiden and um, I still get as much buzz out of it as winning a city race, even though I don't win a, a lot of city races. It's um, just getting to the track and, and watching them come out of the box and, and hitting that finishing post first. It's um, It gives you such a buzz. Hey, well, speaking of tier and ranking meetings, uh, you are pretty kind to me today. Uh, you had a couple of greyhounds go around just before we record this, uh, this part of the podcast at Geelong on Tuesday afternoon. And, Mate, uh, Crackerjack RT, who we've now found out is named after Robbie Tester, RT for Rob Tester, he, he was sensational. And, and then you had one a bit later on. Was it Crackerjack Boom, I think his name was? And it was $1.20. And, and I reckon this is the first time in my life I thought a, a greyhound at $1.20 was actually overs in value. Yeah, yeah. No, they certainly um, they got the ability. Um, they're as good as Crackerjack Bull. Um, they just sort of just lacking in a bit of confidence at the moment. So... Without being disrespectful to the other, the other trainers and other dogs, that's they went to Geelong at the ranking meeting for a bit of a confidence boost, and, and it all worked out pretty well. It did. Uh, trained a double and, and a pretty unlucky uh, third or fourth as well with Crackerjack Hawk in an earlier race. What about this dog, Crackerjack Bull? I think I've spoke a little bit about him on the podcast in the last few weeks. He's, he's been one. Uh, Corey Smith actually messaged me a few weeks ago when he won at Warnable and he said, Jimmy, have you got anything for me on Thursday night? And this was halfway through the night. And I said, well, I actually rate this Crackerjack Bull really highly. I said, he, he, he can be a little bit hit or miss at the start, but his acceleration and his finishing power is, as I think, as good as any greyhound going around. You'd be obviously pretty excited with box number one in race 11 because it gives him a chance, even if he doesn't spear the start, just to get that little bit of room to muster through and accelerate because he's an explosive young talent when he gets it all right. Yeah, he is. He, um, he's he got the ability. It's just uh, my heart's in my mouth every time the lids open up because he, um, out of all the – I take pride in my box dogs, but he's just one that lets me down and um, he stands absolutely beautiful. He just, he just does not seem to – ping out like they can, but if he gets um, any room early, he will certainly he'll be right firing on. I remember sure. I remember the race five starts ago when he won at Horsham from box number two and for those who are tuning in, download the Watchdog app if you haven't already, go back and have a look at that replay. Almost TKO'd at box rise, he was checked that bad and he just accelerated past a good field and made them look second rate and I, look that's that's another string to a greyhound's bow that I think as a trainer you'd be, be happy that he can do that. He A, he can show blistering speed and strength but he, he also seems like 
you know, living up to his name. He's a bit of a bull and he can ride a bump or two if need be. Yeah, he's he's not um he's not shy in, in taking them on and, and um at Sandy I've trolled in there once before and he, he certainly took the corners beautiful, so um, I've got I've got no issues taking him there on on Thursday. That's for sure. Sounding to me, mate, like you're relatively confident of a good showing. Yeah, yeah. Well, well <laughs> as soon as the boxes open up, I'll I'll be uh, either excited. Or I'll be pretty down and depressed. To be honest, <laughs> I'll be joining you, mate, because as I say, he's my best for the night. So uh, I'll ride the Crackerjack Bull the same way uh, you will on Thursday night. Would it Would it be fair to say you're 18 years in the Greyhound game? This This would probably be the best batch of Greyhounds that you've trained. Do you think at the moment? Yeah, yeah, it certainly is. Um, it's a pretty good litter. Um, we uh, we've had a few decent dogs and a few decent litters, but I think this is the best one we've had. What's the the dream long term, mate? Do you uh, do you have a race that you aspire to win? Oh, it's always Melbourne Cup for sure. What do you, um, what do you make of the Phoenix? I I speak to a lot of people now, and and everyone was sort of Melbourne Cup, Melbourne Cup, Melbourne Cup. Where I feel like now there's a little bit of a, a move toward the Phoenix, and just the the momentum I suppose that race gets in the lead up. Do you have you been taken by the Phoenix yet in the first oh, few years? There's, there's no doubt. There's no doubt the Phoenix is obviously something that we all want to get to but you know whether it's horse racing or dog racing in my eyes the Melbourne Cup is just um just one of them things that you know always it's the prestige of it I suppose but with the the new um the Phoenix it's um something that it'd be a privilege to be even considered to get in you know Mm. it'd be Awesome. Yeah, it would be for sure, mate. I've just gone through the uh, the names. You've got Crackerjack RT, named after Robbie Tester. You've got Crackerjack Hawk, named after Ronnie Hawkswell. And I've sort of drawn the lines together, I suppose, and I've worked out Crackerjack Bulls named after me because I'm a bit of a bull myself. No, we'll, leave, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's it. All right, Jordan, thanks so much, mate, for your time. Good luck. Uh, get this uh, best bet of the night home for us at Sandown Park on Thursday, mate, and good luck with yeah. the future as well. Fingers crossed. Thank you. That's it. Another episode done and dusted. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, yeah, not much more to add. Uh, looking forward to uh, to Saturday night, Sep. I might try and get Mitchie Bayer on that because uh, myself and Corey Smith will break down the heats of the Oz Cup and the Fandabelle Superstars. So stay tuned for that. It'll be a, a big week in the world of greyhound racing. So good luck, safe travelling and happy punting for Sandown Park.